I'm just been doing this thing where it tells me that I'm my laptop's on 80% all the time, no matter what the battery is. That's weird. Mine is like it will take it. The little battery at the top will see. Now it's not doing it. The little battery at the top will have like the lightning bolt saying like, "Hey, it's charged," but the little uh, like light on the charger itself won't light up. Oh yeah. And so it's not actually charging it. It's just stopping it from losing any battery. <laughs> Just like I like, which is like, just how like technology like works like that really like just like fucks with my brain, like how like iPhone batteries like will, like they've been programmed to like stop working after two years and everything like there's a you know a degeneration of it all. Um, no, so I, what I heard was that it wasn't that it was in the software updates. That when they released yeah. a new phone, they'd put it that's, in the software update. That's what I mean. To like suck that, more battery power out. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So Which is crazy that it's like the battery doesn't really matter. It's just that the software is huge. Yeah, exactly. It's essentially like our issue with life. It's like if you guys get better at programming, we'll have more more phone life. Yeah. A couple of things. I definitely – you're not working today, right? Uh, I'm working at 6. Well, after this, we can ha- we probably have a little bit of time to play some Warzone, so I'd like yeah. to do that. Um, I got a tat. I got a tattoo. You got a tattoo. I got a tattoo on Monday. Tattoo. I'm I'm gonna try to show you. Without... Hi, tattoo. Oh yeah, it's very. I can see that that took 20 minutes. Yeah, it's super. It oh, now it's gone. It's like really thin. Um, it's basically like I haven't I, I put A and D on it when I got it on Monday and then yesterday and today's Wednesday and like legitimately like it's healed. Yeah. I would it's, be the worst at taking care of that because I'd be like this. I don't know. I'm not I doing anything to this. And I like woke up on my stomach and I was like, Oh shit. Like I put a and D on last night and I was like, Oh shit. Like the, the tattoo. And I like woke up and I'm like, mm, it's fine. Like right now it already feels like it's like scabby in like dry skin. Yeah. It's not even like, like the oozy because it's just it's just a thin, really really thin black line and like the guy was just like is this all you want and shows me like a like a, the drawing he made and i was like yeah and he goes really and i'm like yeah <laughs> and he was just like all right man and he's just like this is like, this he, was is like he was like i feel that i have to ask so that i don't feel like i did something bad to you <laughs> exactly yeah and so he's just like he goes this is gonna be a quick one and is sat down and yeah, legitimately took like twenty minutes. Like my, I got there at like one fifteen for a one thirty appointment in Somerville, um, and he wasn't working on anyone. And he's like, "Hey, what's up?" And uh, then uh, he was like, "Just airdrop me like a bunch of different pictures." And I just airdropped him the one picture because I had some of like where people actually like got a tattoo of that painting. And uh, he was just like, "All right," took it back, and he goes, "You'd like this?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and he goes really that's it and i'm like yeah just that and he goes even like the hair because there's like hair coming up like the hair blowing in the wind of like the woman yeah and i was like yeah i actually like that like a lot better than just like the regular silhouette and he goes all right and he like sat down and he's like me preparing the tattoo gun in the ink is going to take longer than the actual (laughs) tattoo and did um i was out i basically like i i got there yeah like eleven, like one fifteen, and I was out of there at like one fifty. Yeah, 
Well, that was that was like the one on my ribs. The one on my ribs was like a Monday night. I feel like I was just in a bad mood, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go get the tattoo." And it took like all of like thirty minutes. Yeah, exactly. And then it like the healing was like non-existent. That I was just, like okay. That was pre-COVID, right? I that was like when I was living in Amherst. Oh. The one uh, on my ribs is old. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's as old as mine on my ribs. Um, I actually think I got it after that. Yeah, I would think. Mm, I don't know, but anyway, um, yeah, I'm so used to the I'm so used to them oozing now that that's just like I can't even fathom it. Like not doing that because it's yeah. so fucking annoying. Yeah, no, you're an oozy boy. I am a very. I'm also a bleeder. When I get tattoos. Yeah. Mine wasn't bleeding that bad. And like the only part that hurt is there's like her, the, the woman's foot kind of bleeds a little bit into my inner thigh. Mm -hmm. And right there when he was doing the foot, he goes, I like, he could see me like tense up and he goes, yeah. He's like, this is like your inner thigh. Like this is probably like some sensitive area. And I'm like, oh yeah. And he's just like, uh, he goes, yeah. He goes, I'll do it real quick. And like zipped around and came right back into like the top part. (laughs) Um, but yeah, it's it like didn't hurt like at all. Like I was just like chilling, shooting the shit with them like the entire time, and it yeah. wasn't like a mo- like a, a moment of grimace besides him like doing a centimeter worth of tattooing. Um, I think I said this last episode when we were talking about tattoo pain, but like I'm way past the point of it. Like my muscles will like tense up if they hit if it gets hit weird. Like like for this one, it was like if it hit my tricep, kind of weird. Yeah, it, it would just like my it would the muscle would flex, but like other than that, I just zone out and it's just like, oh yeah, I can't look a, at it. I can't, dude. I watched almost the entirety of this one. No, I can't. And it was it. fascinating. I was just like, what's happening? I really didn't want to with my first one because on top of it, everything hurt because he was just yeah. like that's needle on bone. And then this one, I was just like, you know what? Like, I just really don't feel like, like looking. And it was like a couple times I watched with the little house that he drew. I was like, okay. And he's just, I'm like, that's how it's done. But like, he did like the woman first, obviously. And I was just like, I can't be like looking at this. Like I just, but there was no blood. It was just like, I don't know. Like I'm focusing on the pain, which would make it more painful. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, that broke my brain, but also real quick. When the, when he was doing the red in this, he would like there was at one point where he like wiped it away with like a fresh towel or something, and I looked up and I it was just a red oh, towel man. and I was like, am I bleeding that much? Yeah. And then I was like, oh no, it's just yeah. he's doing the red part. Yeah, exactly. No, but I like he was he was like this is all, and I'm like yeah, but then I was like thinking about it, I'm like I can easily just like go back and he even said too he's like afterwards he goes do you want to like fill that in like I can do the whole woman and like the whole scene on your leg if you want yeah. and I'm like yeah I'm like that's a good idea in case like I get kind of sick of it and I want you to like fill it in he goes yeah I can just pick right back up where like I basically stopped he goes I just did like 20% of a tattoo for you that like a normal person would have wanted <laughs> and I'm like, all right yeah, you um, might you might have to get it filled in eventually because I think with stuff like that it bleeds after like a couple of years. Yeah, it will get really faded. I feel like it'll get like to the point where it's just kind of like no, you don't even you won't even be able to see what it looks like. Because even the one on my ribs is like not as crisp as it was when I got it. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Uh, well, everyone, welcome to the uh, Troll and Stone podcast. Mm-hmm. <clears throat>
picture this. I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. Uh, me and Duncan been talking about tattoos in Warzone. So, um, we're so glad that you can join us. Um, Tronestone is a music podcast where you can listen to us talk uh, for maybe about 20 minutes of music. And yeah. then the rest is just bullshit a- ramblings about Big Brother. Approximately 25% of this podcast is actually about music. Yeah. We break it up in a good chunks, though. It's bullshit at the beginning. Yeah. Music in the second quarter. After halftime, then we usually talk about Big Brother. And then the fourth quarter, everyone put your fours up. It's just chaos. Yeah, yeah. And then it's always at the end, the listener's like, yo, they had me in the first half. Yeah, they had us in the first half, but now they just lost us. Um, but actually, yeah, let's go right into music. <clears throat> Ooh, I have a good one to start off. Actually, yes, I think this ahead. is going to, uh, I should have sent this to you, but the RZA is mm-hmm. in the news because he made a new ice cream jingle. I think you briefly talked about that when we were playing video games, I think. Yes. So, I might have. so apparently the old one was racist or had ties to like cotton picking or something. What 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 ice cream company is this? This is like he partnered with um I think Goodie Bar, is that an ice cream company? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he partnered with them to make this. Maybe Goodie Bar is like uh maybe it's just Goodie. I'll pull it up. Oh, fuck my... Oh, my phone updated already. Cool. Goody bar. The I have nut, the article. Not goody. What do you I mean, mean, not goody? Was no. that a statement or a question? No, not goody. Not goody? It's a Minnesota's favorite candy bar. No, that's not what it is. I've had a couple nut goodies in my life, though. I've had some good nuts. Yeah, it's usually from my friend Daniel. Rizza ice cream. Um, um, ice cream. Why he did this pull up TikTok, dude? Yeah, it's it's good humor, Rizza. Yeah. yeah, it looks good exactly humor. like the Goodie Bar. Yeah, logo. Um, and they're giving it away for free, like so all the ice cream trucks can download it for free. Oh, and <clears throat> yeah, but that also brings. Oh, me I see in... what you're saying about the ice cream song, like the the actual song that comes out of an ice cream truck. Correct. I thought you were talking about like he he partnered with like a commercial. No. Or like hood or something. No, we're talking like every ice cream truck across the United States. Oh shit, man! No, yeah, because yeah, I news. knew I knew that because like that actual song, like the da 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 da. That's like if you pick a bale of cotton and if, like that's that song. <laughs> yeah, Which, yeah, you're right. It's, it's, I was I thought like hood's been around for fucking ever, like since like the '30s. That the, it hood hood had <laughs> was, an ice cream was, jingle. And they were just like, yo, it's time for some rebranding after 90-odd years. Yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> um, shoot, but, oh, here, so I guess this is a thing in this part of the country. Ice cream trucks are just white vans. There's no, like, stickers on the side. That's what it is here. No, there's, like, a specific type of van that an ice cream truck is. I'm yeah, talking like, like a, a pedophile truck. rapist van. A grape With van. stickers on it. A, a rap music van. Yeah. Yeah, I guess like the ice cream truck, it's like they have like the sliding window and it's it's like a milk truck, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or like, it's like almost a like, like a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It almost looks like a bigger mail truck. Yeah, exactly. No, not here. No, down... So where you are, it's just like a van? Like, I saw one driving by the other day 
and it was just a guy in a white van with like a fucking speaker system on the top and then stickers on the side and i was like that looks very suspicious and a, and a thin mustache on his upper lip yeah he looked uh he looked like fuck oh i'm not gonna be able to come up with this name in time there's an actor who had a very he's a very he's an older gentleman he's thin very thin pencil mustache he was he's, in a lonely island video yeah no his name's uh John uh, Lonely Island Creep Feature. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, John Waters. No. Yeah, John Waters. No, that's not. Is it John Waters? Pretty sure it's John Waters. Yeah, John Waters. Yeah. 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 Yeah, he's like the, oh my. Like, he's like, the, yeah. He looks, he looks like the, um, parent in every wait is he in um do you want to play the game where duncan can't remember things because that's what's happening right now he was also Um, he was uh like basically like he like like used to make porn good for him um i also love how he has white hair but his mustache is dyed black yeah He went to Boys Latin in Maryland. Are you kidding me? That's like one of the best, <laughs> some of the best private schools in the country for like uh, lacrosse. Um, he looks like he would be the parent in like Adam's Family Values. Yeah, he looks like uh, was he in Adam's Family. Oh no, he's not the the Mr. Adams guy. Um, what's this guy? The that like Wesley Adams or something. Anyways, fuck it, whatever, fine. Wait, um, wait, 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 no, 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 I'm interrupting you. John, if you just Google John Waters, it comes up with a bunch of quotes for him. The first one is, without obsession, life is nothing. And then the second one is, I'd love to sell out completely. It's just that nobody has been willing to buy. True. <laughs> and that's just a summary of my life. <laughs> yeah, that's very, uh, that's very relatable. Um, anyways, fuck it. Uh, RZA made an ice cream jingle to make it not less racist and everything. So moving on to other music. Um, <laughs> Uh, Travis Scott put out a single, The Plan, but for the the motion picture, Tenant. Um, when does that come out? Tenant uh, comes out. End of I the month? I think September. Early I thought September. it was like August 30th. It might could, be this week. Could be. Um, who knows? It comes out soon, I'm assuming. Um, it's like a Travis Scott song. It's actually, it's more like synth wavy where it's, it's like, I was actually like uh, doing it for Duncan before he started recording. It sounds a lot like, like, whoa, 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 And it's Travis Scott rapping over top of it, which was like, it's pretty good. But again, it's like, I don't think we're going to see the plan on Travis's next album. This is just like, he got paid a bunch of money to make a song for Christopher Nolan. Yes. So I've, Travis Scott, I feel like now has two different types of music. He has two different catalogs. Yeah. He has the Travis Scott's music that he puts out on albums. Yeah. And then like, he has like the, the Travis Scott, like I made this for Fortnite. Yeah. I was just about to say the Fortnite shit. He has Fortnite. For he has movie. I made yeah, this for XYZ. He has other songs. He made a song for Madden two years ago that are like was only on like Madden nineteen. Sure. Like yeah. So he also has a collab coming out with McDonald's. There you go. Riz is in ice cream and Travis is in Mickey D's. 
Fast food. Yeah, it's an a clothing only line. If you buy Travis Scott X McDonald's clothes, I <laughs> I have some questions for you. And also, you should just give your you money live in the, you you live in the Midwest. I already know you're like you're like the only one of your friends that doesn't listen to country. You listen to rap, but you're also like uh, no. You can bet your ass that shit's gonna be huge in like Atlanta. Yeah, I could see it in Atlanta or like uh, Houston, Wich- Houston, Wichita, Wichita. Yeah. Boise, <laughs> Boise. Um, oh, I was actually gonna do because we did presidents last episode. I was gonna say we should do name every state. Oh my god, this will take seconds. All right, you want to do it? Hold on, let's get through music and then we can do okay, it. Okay, let's get through music. Um, another one. Uh, I just listened to it right before we got on. Pharrell Williams featuring Jay Z, Entrepreneur. Um, Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur. Um, Really, really good. Um, Definitely a um, a a BLM uh, song. Uh, Talks. It's kind of like the 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 melody hook. I want to. I guess we want to say is like it just like it goes over and over again. Like I'm a black man. I'm a black man. I'm a black man. And having Pharrell Williams and Jay Z. I would say maybe the most prolific and um, uh, basically the wealthiest people to come out of hip hop. I think that Jay-Z definitely, I don't know if Pharrell is like, Pharrell applies to the prolific, I think more than the wealthy. Pharrell. uh, Well, just because I think Pharrell doesn't have like, I don't think he has like businesses. You know what I mean? I I would disagree. He ha- he does a lot with education. He w- works in Atlanta's. Is he from Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, he's he's out of. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. He's out of Virginia, Virginia right? Beach. Virginia yeah. Beach. Well, uh, he has like a lot of like um his hands in local politics. He's got clothing brands. He has like an entertainment um like company, like not like that like an agency that like works with like actors too. Like he's been in movie, like he's in movies and everything. I don't think he's like <coughs> has like a clothing li- or uh, a, like a jewelry line like Jay Z does. Like I think Jay Z is definitely making more money, but I do think Pharrell is an entrepreneur in the sense that he has like his hands in a bunch of different mediums. All right, I just googled it. I haven't looked at the answer yet. What do you think Pharrell's net worth is? Over a hundred mil. I was going to put it at like 85 would be my guess. I'm going to say over 100. This is like price is right. Like you, so you say 85 mil, I'm 100 mil. How much? It, it was 150 is the estimated. <clears throat> Jackson, come <clears throat> down. Come on down. Thank you, Drew. Thank you, Drew. I got, I got the you know, first time right. 10 Grammys. Yeah, dude. He, like the amount of money alone that he makes off of music is, is preposterous because he has so much like out there. He puts his name on something and people are like going to listen to it. Even if he's like not rapping, he's producing it. He also has, a lot of has an, an Oscar nomination. Uh, was he in um, what was that? The movie about Motown. It had Eddie Murphy in it and Beyonce. The Oscar nomination is going to surprise you. Uh, or it was like Secret Life of Pets. It was Despicable Me too. <laughs> Same thing. Secret Life of Pets or Despicable Me. Yeah, of course. He had the song. He had the song. Um, happy. Uh, no, I'm happy. 
Mm-hmm. Well, that is had- why he has an Oscar nomination. Well, he does also. Um, he raps at this. It's like uh, the theme song for Despicable Me One. He where Gru is like walking through. Have you ever seen Despicable Me? Yeah. He's got like his hook, and he goes Despicable Me. Like, he's, <laughs> it's very like it's very like uh like Virginia Beach like lowrider like yeah. vibes. Um, he also forget um oh Duncan's brain on this episode is did- doing bad. I know the you... song with Snoop Dogg. Um... Snoop. Yeah. Um. He has two of the greatest. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot and grind him. Grind, yeah. <clears throat> I love that video of him where he's sitting down with that like NYU like white girl who like made like a beat for him, and they're both in like the studio, and he's just sitting there, and he's just like. And like it drops a little bit, and he goes, <laughs> and he looks at her, and he's just like, yeah. And she's just sitting there, like this little, this little white girl with like a middle part. She's like, I love crossovers between culture like that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh, I did Nas. you listen to the Nas album? Nope. I had a hot take on it. Nas just doesn't move the needle for me whatsoever. Anymore, anymore no. I, I, I don't to think he the... ever he didn't really move it a whole lot at the beginning. Like I like Ilmat- me, Illmatic and that's about it. <clears throat> he has a couple good songs <clears throat> but doesn't do much for me. There was one good song with um, uh, Fibio Foreign Fibio Foreign Fibio Fibio I mean, I like Illmatic, but I've retroactively like Illmatic. I didn't yeah. listen to it when it came out. It was just like everyone's just like Illmatic's the greatest rap album ever made. So I'm like, oh, like yeah, this is really really good. I like it. It's not like it blew me away because again, like I listened to it in fucking 2010 when it came out in like '96 or something. Yeah, Spicy featuring Bibio Foreign and ASAP Berg was the only song I even I remotely like, enjoyed off of that. I feel like that was a single earlier in the year. That like I somewhat listened to. Probably was because it has I, on it. I also listened to Vic Mensa. I saw he, he came out. EP. Vic Mensa is just the light beer version of J Cole. Yep, you've said this before, and I could not agree more. <laughs> it's just like I listened to it, and I was like, "Why did I listen to that?" <laughs> like, J Cole's a but uh, J Cole's like a Budweiser, like a nice crisp cold Budweiser, and you listen to Rick Men- Vic Mensa, and you're like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying right. to lose weight. Yeah, like, all right. Like, um, like my wife made me drink these instead of the Bud Heavies. Yeah. My he's, wife made me listen to the Bud He's the Michelob Ultra of... <laughs> better, better. Um, um, but also, like, J. Cole has given us, like, Dreamville, and Vic Mensa has just given us a whole... He, he gave us You Mad with Kanye, and that was yeah. about it. Yeah. Um, um, I did watch uh, the Bronson Hot Ones, finally. I watched yeah. it last night. Um, he seems to have toned back his um, uh, his uh, bravioso, if you will. Um, no, I, I, I put two words together, and it's bravioso. I put to, right. he's, he's kind of toned it back a little bit. 
I think the first hot ones and a lot of other like interviews that he's had, like during that time when his first one on hot ones, he was like, fuck you, man. Like he was just like the way he was, was very like, uh, almost like flippant and cocky this time. I feel like he may have, it could be, um, he's a little bit of a, like trying to change his personality around, or it could be, he's a little bit more comfortable with, um, Sean to the point where he's like, oh, okay, I can be a little bit more normal. I remember watching that, watching that first hot ones he was with, and he was like tearing through the wings and was like, I don't know, just a little bit more like, like, a, of a, like, a, <clears throat> like a bigger personality. And this time he was just kind of like, yeah, man, like, this is great. Like he goes, I love the, I don't know. Just everything seemed like a little bit more toned down than what he usually is. I think part of it is probably that I think there was a, a time because I don't remember when he did the first Hot Ones, but it was a, a while ago. It may have it been like, like five, six years ago. Yeah. Um, but I think he, because he came up off of mixtapes and then he got signed. Yeah. And I think there was a time in which he probably felt that in order to continue his success, he had to have like this big marketable personality. Yeah. And I think since then he's gone through like that whole fuckery with the label. Yeah. And now he has like, a pretty successful television show. Yeah, two. Two of them, as well as, like, a bunch of other shit. And now he's, like, broken free from the label and has another yeah. album coming. And I feel like he's just... its I feel like it's more, like, growing that he's gotten to a point where he's, like, I'm trying to work on my, like, personal health. I'm trying to do all this stuff. Yeah, like losing the 80 can, pounds. He's got to it on the tone, way and stuff. tone down the, like, taking my personality to its extremes, yeah. we can bring that back a little bit. Like, like sob stories, I felt like that was like, I love Action Bronson because like back then in like 2013, <laughs> he was like, like, I'll fucking kick your head in while I'm like making like these, all these expensive dishes and I got 15 women with me and like, I got you know, that drop kick, Marty Janetti. Yeah. And so he's got, he's like this little bit of like, <laughs> like, bragging about everything uh, this time it's yeah it could be like him like maturing a little bit and realizing i can kind of stop doing this yeah like uh you know facade i wouldn't say it's a facade i still, I still think that like putting on a, this character a yeah little bit. i think there's a i think he loves doing that because of how much he loves talking about like wwe and like yeah. the the yeah. thrill of like playing a character um which I like. That's why I fell in love with him, and I only have you actually seen the Latin Grammys music video? Yes, I watched it with the strong man. It's uh, so it was funny. So, dude. It was so funny when he finally, like, in the middle, they go into the interview, and he's on the beach, and he just goes, he's like looking out in the water, and then he turns back around and goes, and I said, bitch, and he gets right <laughs> back into like the, the verse and everything. It was so fucking funny. Um, that's but, the other thing is like he's a genuinely funny dude, and exactly, like, yeah, I think he probably also realized that he didn't have to like be so extreme with his character in order to be funny and interesting yeah exactly you, you were saying it before like he whatever he does he's entertaining yeah, even no matter what i was fully entertained even when i was thinking like wow this isn't like the the bronze like this isn't the character that bronson plays yeah, and everything yeah. um which i was like like i could care less because he was fucking entertaining me uh, talking about <laughs> like like his art and like the little stories he has when he was like the the one where he was uh he did a show in Paris and then immediately had to like throw a suit on in his limo mm -hmm. to then go to like a three star Michelin restaurant where he's like eating I think he called it like Blitzkrieg service which yeah. is like one after another they're bringing you like all these dishes and like the little like a uh, silver domes and and he goes it was beautiful it was fucking beautiful 
Um, but yeah, Bronson, everything else. And to get to the bigger point, I think it's coming out this Friday is only for dolphins. I just, I learned what the album name is. It's only for dolphins. He shouts it out in the single. Yeah. I, but I guess I didn't, I didn't like put two and two together. Yeah. That that's what the single what it was going to yeah. be called. Um, is it only, it's, called, it's only for dolphins, but yeah, I don't, like, I don't know what, I don't know if there's a release date for it yet. I'm just <clears throat> saying it's soon. And he was I saying, I thought he just said September. Oh, uh, <clears throat> then I'm, then I must be wrong, obviously. Um, but obviously we'll look out for that and that'll be like our next big album review. Absolutely. Because um, again, there, this is like the dog days of summer. We're not, we're not getting many like high profile albums. Not a whole lot going on. Exactly, yeah. Um, I have been listening to... So somebody... One of my buddies I play Xbox with sometimes um, put me on to Hardy. Do you know who they are? Hardy. They're like a kind of like... More... They lean more rock, but they're kind of like... They're a country band that leans rock. So I was listening to some of their shit. It's not terrible. It's not bad. I kind of enjoy it. This is a... in collaboration with Hicks Tape, yeah, it's uh, their songs like "One Beer." Um, we went to Jared. Oh, he went to Jared. Um, Boy from the South, Redneck Tendencies. I'll give it a listen. Hardy. All right. Um, I found a band, Beach Goons. Um, they're kind of like up-tempo surfer rock. They're from like California. DIY punk. I can't hear you. You're muted. Oh, he's you're on the phone. Um, Beach Goons is 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 good if you're into um, what do you call it? Like someone had said it's like a a mix between uh, Arctic Monkeys and The Strokes. Uh, I don't think so. Um, but it's like very simplified, like DIY, sort of like garage bandy punk. Um, they do throw in some like Spanish lyrics because I believe all three of the members are uh, Latinx. Um, that's good. I mean, it's just really simple. Um, nothing too flashy and everything. Um, Vatos, Vatos, Tiestos. It's a good song. Um, they also have another one called Tar, which is really good. Um, yeah, give them a listen. I found them on TikTok, which is just really simple. Um, Duncan is still on the phone, so I will we'll probably cut all this out. He seems to be coming to a realization about something. I remember when I was like, when we were younger, I used to just yell that at her every once in a while, and she probably had no idea why I was yelling that at her. There was no context for it. Yeah. Um, I listened to to Baby. It was meh. Yeah. Meh. <clears throat> but I've also wait, wait the deluxe album. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like his, the the begin with the 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 album was like eh. Yeah. And then he just added a couple more like eh songs. They're there. For sure. 
Um, but I've also been, I've been really kind of getting into basically just last night, uh, Latin music. Mm-hmm. This might be related to Bronson, but like I was listening to Kai Trace last night. Yep. We've talked about them. Big time. And then Carol G has sure. done some stuff with Major yeah. Laser and like a couple yeah. other people. And so I was just like, dude, I was in the gym last night, just fucking doing the salsa, fucking just imaginary yeah. spanking bitches. You know what yeah. I mean? I was getting it. I was I was with the shits, as the kids say. I love it. No, <laughs> I dive into a couple like once in a while, like where I'm like deep into um me playing like guitar. I would just like put on like Latin or like uh, flamenco music. And I'll come across like some crazy guitar work, but then also like just like nice, like, uh, you know, like Latin singing or like Cuban music is awesome. Um, what do you call it? Like Buena Vista Social Club. Yeah. Or or like even like new generations <clears throat> and like the kid, like some of my students, like they listen to like reggaeton yep. and I like finding like Ozuna and, you know, um, shoot, there's another one. That funny. Yeah, uh, Bad Bunny is more like rap, but Azuna is like very much like straight reggaeton, yeah. and I love it. Um, shout out to all my kids, all my students. Shout um, out to Jackson's kids. He has many of them. Um, I have three more things. Do you have anything? Nope. Okay. Uh, there were a bunch of... Uh, uh, there was a significant increase in vaginal injuries due to people trying to recreate the WAP music video. <laughs> Yeah, I can see them like trying to do like a split and then immediately like just in a tearing, bone. T- tearing straight up to the asshole. <laughs> yeah, a bust and like that, just like a fracture in your pelvic bone. Just a a, a tape burst. <laughs> and then, did you hear that there's allegations going around that Trey Songs peed on a chick? Yeah, you know, I've been hearing <laughs> about this for a while, man. That like. The, uh, <laughs> no, it was the girl. It was the uh, Instagram models that uh, banged the Phoenix yeah. Suns. Yeah, like they also went on to say, like, "Oh yeah, Trey Songs peed on me," and it just got buried under the rug, pretty and much, he, because of the he, Suns thing. But he just burst in the bathroom after they had sex and just peed on her. Yeah, like he was like, "I'm doing it." Like it wasn't like an accident. It was just like I'm doing, like I'm peeing on you now. It wasn't an accident, and it wasn't a question either. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like can I pee on you? It was just like, like she's. I think she said she he just like peed on her like her leg and her ass or something. I was like, what's the fun? Just fun a, a weird move, Trey. So just have something to aim for, like the face. <laughs> then yeah. last, um, Jacob Blake. Yes. Um, a, a lot of, about this again like we have had an extensive conversation a couple like you know episodes worth of the black lives movement um i feel like we don't need to get super far exactly into it because yeah. we're just going to be repeating ourselves but yeah, i would yes, exactly. be remiss if we didn't at least bring it up uh did you watch the video oh yeah it's like again really hard to watch like i've only seen what it once because doing? i don't i don't want to watch it again um to know that he has three children that were in that car um to see how many people are posting about like hit the, their big thing um is why did why didn't he just listen to the cop and it's just like yeah, uh, it's the same it's the same same thing we've been telling you people on twitter and on facebook and on all social media 
the only person in the wrong is the fucking cop that pulled the trigger. There's no two ways about it. Like, I don't understand. Like, there's no debating it. Yeah. And it's also, like, how many times... How many times have, like, you or I run away from cops? In college for... But that's what I'm saying. Is like, that's, like... I would say I have a solid handful of times I've run from the police. Yeah, I have a handful. And they never shot me in the back. Exactly, yeah. And the thing... They didn't put seven shots point blank in my back. That one, the, the video, the... Blake... There, there is no whole. It, they only he comes around to like the passenger side of the car and starts walking to the the driver's side, and the cop is just chasing, like, yeah, like speed walking after him, and then grabs him. So it's just like you, it just, you it's like you, in, the cop on, is the pursuer in this part. The cop is the aggressor in this point. On on what planet is your solution to that situation? Putting seven shots in his back. That's it. Yeah, just the excessive amount. And like. No, it's it's gross. I mean, again, like I said, I, I I was only I wanted to do myself the service of watching that video, but after I saw it, I'm like, I'm never watching this again. Like, yeah. I, I need to see it to know exactly what everyone else is seeing. Yeah. What probably again my students are yeah. seeing because they all have social media and everything. They see it, so to to have a full picture of it and then like again, like I will never watch that again because that's just yeah. Um, uh, branching off of it um doc rivers yeah um jalen brown had yeah had doc rivers had an um a really really you know um emotional uh press conference after the clippers won last night um like to see doc rivers like smoker voice like he has the best huge, smoker voice of all huge, time. Huge, just like a like. I mean, he played in the NBA. He's just a big hulking man. To see him almost in tears is like is a lot to say. And then you had Jalen Brown. His his comment of uh, whenever he looks at his jersey now, he sees a seven or the seven shots fired into J- Jacob Blake, which is like that was like heavy. I really um, want to see what he does because I have a Jalen Brown jersey. Um, I want to see what he does, and I want to recreate what he if he's going to change his number, if he's going to not like, uh, not even like I don't even know. Tape put tape on something. I would love to do the same thing and everything um, and whatnot on on my Jalen Brown jersey um, and the Raptors. And there's a decent chance they don't play tomorrow. Yep, I would it, say there's an above fifty percent chance they don't play tomorrow. Brad's. I just saw too. Brad Stevens. Um, says he does not know he was not a part of um the discussion um nor does i really think he needs to be yeah he well they had a meeting in the hotel room so celtics and the blake and the blake um (laughs) and the blakers i didn't mean to say blakers the raptors um that (laughs) like discussing are we gonna play this game they're also having one night and brad stevens and i don't even think nick nurse the raptors coach were or the, the, their staff were involved but brad stevens did say he goes i wasn't involved in that but he goes i just i will support my players whatever they do if they don't want to play we're not going to play yeah um and the raptors were the, also the ones that were like were the first to say we're not going to play or like mm-hmm. we're thinking of not playing and then the celtics were like yeah we'll stand with you guys so uh, yeah i have a feeling it's like a 80 percent chance they're not going to play yeah and um, kudos can i yeah. just say though like <clears throat> I think it would be so cool to have Doc Rivers coaching this team right now. The Celtics? Yeah. 
Yeah. Specifically this Celtics team. And like, I love Brad Stevens to death, but I think Doc Rivers will forever go down as my favorite Celtics coach. Oh yeah. Of our yeah. generation of our time. Oh yeah, exactly. I, <clears throat> Brad, he, Brad Stevens is an accountant and I love him. Um, but Doc Rivers is like that guy. Like he's the dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, he definitely, definitely my favorite Celtics coach, even though I, Brad Stevens is awesome. Um, but yeah, um, you know, we, uh, you know, our condolences to, and hope a speedy recovery for Jacob Blake. He did survive his injuries. Fortunately. Um, he uh, should get once he's recovered. He should get a chance to just beat the absolute piss out of that officer. I think he should team up with Fiddy and drop him off. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, the, the, those two guys are fucking untouchable. Are you kidding me? That that Jacob that mixtape will be so hot, dude. I know. Do you think that like Jacob Jacob Blake's got to got will say something? And <laughs> many, I want to hear many, 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 many. And I want to hear it, dude. Wish Steph he's, he's, he's a he's ice cold, man. I don't, um, I don't know. That was you. Were, how long were you sitting on that one? <laughs> that <laughs> that was right off the dome. Yep. You motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um. I have two things before we get into uh, BB. Uh, just like as I'm, I was running some errands yesterday uh, and uh, went to uh, put my laundry in in downtown. Um, went, walked to the Starbucks, um, got my grande iced Americano, uh, take a step outside as I'm crossing the street to the other side, put my mouth up to take a big swig, pull the, the it, it's not a straw, it's like the little. Yeah, the nitro lids. Sippy pull, lids. Pull my sippy lid back. Just a big old hair. Oh. And I pull it out, and it's curly and black. And I'm like, this is the woman who gave me the cut. This is her hair. She was, uh, she was, she was black, and so and she had like a fro, and she like she had all like the like a you know uh like a headband in it and everything. She like like it was awesome hair, but it was in my coffee, <laughs> and I was just like. And I and then I was like, what the fuck? And I stopped what I was doing. I was on the sidewalk, like looking at it, like, oh god. And then I just kept drinking it. <laughs> yeah, I have like a moment. Uh, if if there's a hair in my food or my vicinity, yeah, I have like a solitary moment where I'm like, bah, and yeah. then I immediately just continue with whatever. Yeah. I. <clears throat> C'est la vie. C'est la vie. <laughs> My um, one is que sera sera. Que sera sera. Yeah. Um, another one. Um, so I was, uh, uh, my girlfriend and I were walking uh, Rosie around town. We had to run an errand by the supermarket. And I didn't have a mask and I had Rosie. So I just waited outside. And um, there's two entrances to the Shaw's. There is one that they've blocked off. And then one that they want everyone to use because of COVID stuff. And like of 10 people walked into the, tried to walk into the one that was closed to look at the sign and go, oh, okay. And, but it was one person. And I love when I am the person that they like, they ask me door questions. <laughs> You're like, I'm standing here with a dog. Why do you think I yeah. am like, the master of this door? There's a lot of signs on the door. There's also, Car like cart like shopping carts in the way yeah. that people are walking around and squeezing by to then look and go oh and it was one woman she turns around and goes 
do I go that way to get in? And I'm like, <laughs> and I, it like within like thir- three, just three seconds. It's like, why am I the person you're asking? First off, you didn't see all this shit. And you definitely read that sign that says, please use the other door. But yet you still turn around and have to look to the very first. You see, I'm not in the building. Maybe I don't know. Why ask me? <laughs> I'm not in the building. I don't like maybe I don't know how to get it. But yet you still will ask me because I'm the closest person. There are two aspects to that. There's the first that like there are so many people. And this is something that has become very apparent in working at Starbucks in that they just live in their own like world and they sort of need to they need guidance they have a constant need for guidance because there are people that will like pull up to the drive through like speaker box and they'll be like what's good here and i'm like are you but th- kidding but, me but that's the thing there are signs meant for guidance there is a <laughs> sign on the automatic door that says don't use this one please use the other one 25 feet down there are signs at starbucks what is at starbucks and yet they will i i don't think it's they want guidance i think they just want to talk to someone and i don't want to just because i'm by the door doesn't mean i know i think it's also they're the people that are just too dumb to put it all together they're like they they process information differently than the rest of us and they're just like I don't know how this sign and what I want can like, I don't know where that Venn diagram. I think connects. it's, they don't, they don't feel like working the brain. They need someone else to, to tell them the what they want to do the okay. brain power. But then here's my second point is I love when you're in a situation in which you are the king of like that 20 foot area that you're in. I even because hate that. I even you hate immediately. That. No, I kind of like it. When it's just like, yes, no, this is my area. I know everything about this area because I'm using my eyes and I'm smarter than all of you. Yeah, but like, uh, well, so again, I'll go back to the shot, the shots thing. I wasn't like, I'm just sitting there. How do you know that I know where to go? I always know. Of course, (laughs) I always fucking know because I'm smarter than you, 50 year old woman. I know for a fact I am. It was probably like my aunt. Is that the way you go? I, I don't know. Do you live here? Have you ever been to this Shaw's before? Because I can been see to a Shaw's before. I can see she has Shaw's bags in her hands, like the reusable yeah. ones. And I'm like, so you have been here, but oh my welcome back. <laughs> Looks like you forgot where the fucking entrance was. Like, why do you need to just <laughs> you, you you're in ten ten feet of me? Do you know where to go? Maybe I don't. So you just now wasted it. that woman. I say I don't know. I should have looked in and go. I don't know. <laughs> and have her waste five seconds of her life. I I just I should have done that. I shouldn't have said I should. She even said, "Do I have to go to that entrance?" So you know where the other entrance is. She came walking around a corner and came to the first. So she knows that there's a farther entrance. Yet she still needs to go. Do I go to that one? But- well, you don't dig a hole underneath and come up in aisle four. <laughs> so you do know where the other entrance is, yet you still need to ask me. Why? Fuck it. Let's go, to, let's go to a tiny, tiny debate. It's also not even a debate. It's just like I'm asking you a question. I started, um, I, I was watching American Horror Story a couple of years ago, and I just kind of stopped. 
Um, and now I'm on um, the Freak Show season. Or the, oh, good season. Sarah Paulson has two heads, and there's, like, the SEAL guy. Um, I've been doing this with all of my shows now, too, on Netflix or Hulu. Um, I just watch with the subtitles, even if I can clearly hear what they're saying. Yeah. Do, do you do that? Yeah. I love it. I, the only exception is comedy, because it ruins the punchline. I like that. I never thought of it that way. Because I would do it with, um, what show would I do it with? You can do it with like a show like Community or something, but you can't do it with no. stand-up. When I watched like The Wire, uh, I watched like, Oh, yeah, you can that, never. I just didn't understand what they're saying. Or like there's um, the, I was watching on HBO, the John Adams, um, like uh, biopic with uh, fucking, uh, Paul Giamatti as John Adams. I put it on because it was just like, I, they're whispering and I'm like, I can't yeah. hear. So, um, but I love it. I do it now all the time. I was, I actually, I was watching Hoops, which is the animated show on Netflix with yep. um, Jake Johnson. Yep. Uh, Nick, I put it on for that. Yeah. I was watching Avatar and I put Pretty it on Pretty much that. anything that isn't stand-up comedy, I watch with subtitles on. Yeah, I won't do it with like a movie unless it's like a desperate situation where it's like I really can't hear what they're saying. Like, I don't do it with movies usually. If it's a Netflix movie, I do it just because I have subtitles on, on Netflix yeah, and have, I'm too lazy to shut it off. Yeah, I have the ability. Um, but um, usually if I watch a movie... Um, Spoiler alert, I illegally stream most of my movies, so I can't really turn subtitles on. Yeah. Don't have the subtitle service. Yeah. Um, I've been watching The Umbrella Academy halfway through season two. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, I was watching I watched it with The, the Umbrella Academy only because there was like one line where uh, Reginald Hardgrave said something really, really quietly, and I did not understand what he said, so I had to rewind and put on subtitles. He said it in like German. Yeah, it was like something said in like he was like Zekyle. Yeah, something like that. Want to get into BB? Yeah, I'm down. So um, I had to catch up real quick and like bust last week, bust through Wednesday and Thursday, and then have time to like try perfectly to watch Sundays. Um, My very first notes are going to—they're just general notes. They're—they—they're actually a callback as they say in the showbiz to earlier in the episode, Christmas's sleeve is very aggressive. I have yet to like really look at it, but I know it's a, she's got a sleeve. I think there's just titties on it. No, there is. Yeah. There's like a yeah. naked woman. Yeah. And like, it's not like detailed enough for it to be graphic, but it's, it's like just car- like, those are boobs. It's like cartoony. But then on the flip side, Cody has terrible tattoos. See, I haven't paid attention. I, I'll, I'll pay attention tonight. Yeah, he has like he has like a, a like a tribal band and like some like random like lettering, and I'm just like, come on, it's the alphabet. Yeah, be better, please. Yeah. Um, I have uh, it's it's official. Memphis is a dweeb. Yes. He's um, just a little like little shit. I don't it's like. It's also official that I am down a a, a big brother pick. Yeah, you are. I still have all three of mine, but we're holding on gently with Kazar. Yeah, <laughs> he's out at any moment, like real yeah. soon. Like I'm, yep. I'm kind of afraid for the veto tonight. Um, yep. But Memphis is a big dweeb. Uh, 
Nicole, uh, yeah, that was another note. Nicole A's gone. Um, Kazar and Janelle, they just need to, like, suck it up and, like, just be friendly with one of the alliances. Because well, it's just them that's, two. Janelle did that. Yeah, and Kazar's still out and, like, floundering and everything. So. Kazar's still a little bit in no man's land, but I think Janelle stays because she made a very... Com- First of all, she's so smart. Yes. Um, because she basically made the case to Tyler that she could be a shield for Tyler. Yeah. And Tyler was like, good point. I'll probably keep you. Yeah. And that also, Tyler is really fucking good. He has put himself mm-hmm. in like the elite category of playing this game, especially he, in this household. He's doing exactly, if not even better than what he did in his season. In yeah. season, what yeah. was that, 19 or 20 or something? But um, yeah, he's like... He, he even he said it at the beginning. He goes, I'm not going to make friends with everyone. Like, I'm not going to promise everyone everything. He's doing it again, but he's doing it a lot smarter than he did last yeah. time he was on. Yeah. And he, yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's someone to watch out for. You see, he's on your list, right? Yeah, he's, I picked him. I have him and Enzo left, which I still think, I think <laughs> those are two good picks. Enzo's a pimp, man. Enzo's Dude, a fucking pimp. He has, I realize this, I think he has a real shot to go deep because... He has such a good poker face. Oh, he is stone-faced. Him and Ian are the only ones that don't reveal anything. And Ian, it's hard for him to even express emotion. <laughs> but, like, I was watching him. There's, like, a, a short clip. I think it's uh, when he's talking about who he's going to pick for safety suite. And he just straight up, I think, I think he's talking to Memphis. And I think he just lies to him. But you cannot tell whatsoever. Yeah, no. It's really hard to catch. Like, he, I think, when I think you or safe- I could pick it up because we've been around people like that. Yeah. But I, I think for anyone else, it would be between the accent and, like, his, like, sort of, like, demeanor. I think it would yeah, be really he difficult himself, he's always just, He's always just, like, even when he picked the safety, he stood up. He was just like, uh, Christmas. Which and is a pimp move yeah and everyone was just like oh okay even she was just like okay <laughs> it was the most out of left field pick of he's all total... time dude he had i don't think he's even said the word christmas in this season no. like i don't think he's said it he is a he is the most in control wild card i've ever seen <laughs> he's if charlie day and dennis uh were in, <laughs> in person Charlie Kelly, rather, Charlie Kelly and Dennis are the exact same person. Like, cal- cold and calculated like Dennis, but a fucking madman like Charlie. Yes. Absolutely incredible. Um, so I'm really happy with that pick. Yeah. No, definitely. You and him and Tyler are real good picks. I just have to pray that Kazar, like, Kazar starts to be a shield for someone. Yeah. And then can like slowly manipulate because I do think Janelle and Kazar are, are manipulators as well as they are kind of like comp people. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want Memphis gone, and I think that that's what's you know revving up for it. I think Tyler has figured out. Okay, fuck Memphis. No, I think he's going to backdoor Dave on. I think he put because he put Janelle and Kazar up. I think somebody takes Janelle off the block, whether it be him or someone else. And then they backdoor Davon because he doesn't like Davon right now. Yeah. And she played such a weird game, dude. Why'd she go around asking for the safety suite? She she 
she did something like that in her season. I can that was the first season I watched, and I remember her vividly. She's just like abrasive, but like in a toned down way. She'll just tell people like, "You need to do this for me," and they're like, "You're not in my alliance. We yeah, I don't care about you together." Like I, you are blowing up my game. Why would I do anything for you? It's, and then it's, she, she's get, if that happens and they're about to backdoor her, like, you know, tomorrow night when the veto happens and then they put her, they put her up, something's, she's going to have a blow up. You'll see if, if not this week, you'll see it at some point this season, she's just going to blow up and you're going to be like, okay, everyone turned on Davon Cause she's like obnoxious and like freaks out. Yeah. Um, it almost felt like she had forgotten why they were in the Big Brother house, and then all of a sudden she was like, "Fuck, I need to play this game." It was like when you forget like a homework assignment until the last second, and you're like, "How can I finish this as quickly as possible?" Yeah. And she was just like, "How do I stay safe this week?" And then like ran around and was like, "Please give me the safety suite." Yeah. And everyone was just like, "Fuck you, Davon." Exactly. Yeah. It was very strange. Yeah. And she was like, um, like they, there was one shot. Some of Big Brother's like, um, what are they called? They're like, um, like the the shot you have when you're going to commercial break. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like almost like an outro shot or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they had one, scene. and it was it was Davon, and it was just or cutscenes would be what they're called, and it was her, and she just looked so nervous, and she was just standing there like spinning a chair in a circle. And then they cut to commercial. <laughs> it was so funny. Yeah. You do fucking lose your mind in there, which is, like, hysterical sometimes. Like, there are some, like, sh- like old, old shots of people, like, just, like, not well in the Big Brother house. <laughs> like, they're just so, like, 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 they're, like, they're not even on the block, and they're just sitting at the couch, just, like, <laughs> and then, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm supposed to be on television right now <laughs> i um, feel like i so i was going through this thought process last night but like if you put me in the big brother house right now like i would just sleep until one o'clock every single day well yeah um, and then i feel like they'd all be like what are like what are what's his deal so well here's so here's we can run this down what would let's let map out what our days would be like in the big brother house say it is like um i, I mean like if, if getting ready for veto day if there is no responsibility yeah i'd be waking up at like 11 o'clock in the yeah. in, in like the afternoon or the morning or whatever you want to call it uh i probably wouldn't eat breakfast i would have a cup of coffee and wait until lunch have like a little measly lunch then make myself like a real big dinner but in the middle of that, I would probably work out right after lunch. Have I, like, feel like, I feel like I'd get so bored that I'd end up like doing two-a-days. Yeah, yeah. For, there's yeah. just nothing else to do. And I then like, I feel like I would also pick up something like chess and just be like obsessed with it. Like I would I, be the guy that's going around asking everyone to play chess. Yeah, I would make like a tournament, being like, "We're we like, yeah. here's my bracket," and everyone's just like, "Fuck!" Like I got. Or just or chess. it would I would devolve back into like college days, and I'd just constantly be playing beer pong. Yeah, with just water pong all day long, practicing. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think, like, what else is in the house that like they can pass the time with? I mean, I guess you got to talk game a lot, like every There's day. Like, you're games, talking. and then like you'd obviously have someone that you'd become close with. I feel like me and Tyler would get along. Play patty cake. Yeah. 
And then obviously, like, I mean, you have to have like a couple like ookie cookie type situations. Yeah. Um, that's just like standard for that you, kind of thing. You get freaky in the have not room. Yep. Um, jerk off in the pool. <laughs> well, they can't go outside. So, like, they're really Is like. There no outside this year? Yeah, they can't be outside. Why? I don't know. That's now like. I no, think they're trying to outside. I think they're trying to no, but this is the thing. I think they're trying to limit them going out into the yard because they also want to limit the amount of like where they travel because in previous seasons you they would be in like a big warehouse where like this big thing was set up. I think they're not allowing them to go into that big so every big challenge that they have where it's a big physical thing, they go into the backyard. And so I think there's people always setting up for that next oh, challenge oh, and it's only in the backyard so they can't so, really do yeah so they can't go out there because then they have contact with outside people yeah too. like I, I i picture i like think back to when whenever they did a challenge where they needed to hang on the wall and the wall would like tilt you know those challenges yeah where it was like then they get blasted with like rain or something yeah. and they're just holding on for dear life they haven't done one of those yet because i don't think they get to go to that big warehouse thing yeah, yeah so i think they have to do everything in the backyard and then everyone has to set everything up yeah um did you notice that julie chen was not in the last episode at all sundays yeah i mean she was at the beginning but usually usually they cut away to her like every commercial break they didn't no not every commercial uh it's like it's like once in the middle i think but i mean i i'll try to pay attention this this week maybe i'm wrong but i watched it last night and i was like maybe. i don't remember hearing julie chen's voice like at all maybe Even at the end maybe limiting her from like being there every single time yeah could be um but I mean, also they just, really they, they only I'm need her. On the I'm still on the Julie Chen stinks train. Yeah, I'm not. I know, but um, so uh, need to gang up on Memphis. Yeah, Back to your point of Memphis being a dweeb. Somebody needs to like he's just playing such a pussy fucking game. Yeah. yeah, they need to team up on Memphis. I want, like I said before, I want Janelle and Kazar to align themselves in some way, and Janelle has. They just Kazar just needs to like, I don't even know like to uh, suck it up and go with the younger people because they're the ones who are in power. Maybe like flip on Memphis and kick Memphis out and replace him with Kazar um, because he's more reliable and Memphis is just like a dummy. Um, I would love to see Kevin continue to like hang in like the shadows because he's one of my three. He feels like a like a dark knight kind of guy. Yeah, exactly. And then I don't know. They just this is the time where they have to start <clears throat> trimming trimming the fat. That's uh, exactly what Janelle said. Where like take the elite players and then trim some of the mid tier players off. Like I think Memphis is going to go real quick. I think Davon's going to go real quick. David too. I think David's out soon. Um, Danny, I'm interested to see how go. I'm interested to see. Like, because Nicole chirped Janelle pretty hard. Yes. I'm and interested to see if that holds. I, I think that's the reason why she got kicked out. So, like, was like almost unanimously. No, like, David no, only had I'm two talking votes. About other Nicole. Oh, Nicole F. She toasted Davon. 
or not Davon, uh, Janelle. Janelle. When she was picking have nots. Yeah, like, I know. I remember that. It. And what? No, didn't Janelle? Oh no, Janelle came back at at Nicole, right? Yeah, like a little so, bit afterward. It was Nicole said, like was just like Janelle, you're gonna be a have not, and then Janelle was like, "Well, fuck you." But it was no, also like, no, Nicole was like, "You're gonna be a have not because uh, you've never done it and you can't keep my name out of your mouth." Yeah, yeah, but she, and she even was just like, "I don't know why I said that, Nicole. Was like, <laughs> I don't know why like I became like this like mean competitive person." And she started crying like she always does. But yeah, um. There was one point, though, where, like, Tyler and Kesar just were, like, crying in the HOH room. Yeah. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> Again, it's weird. You guys good, bro? Yeah. Um, but I don't have a whole lot. CBS's streaming is fucked. Um, it does this thing where it's super choppy, and it gives me, like, epilepsy um, um, if I watch it the night of. And it's really fucking pissing me off. Weird. But if we continue recording on Wednesdays, then it will be fine because I can watch every episode a day after. Yeah. Because that seems to fix it. I don't know. Yeah. It's like only when they just have uploaded an episode. Gotcha. Um, I'm interested to see how this week goes just because I think this is like a this is a week where like the shit starts to hit the fan. Yeah, it, be- it becomes real. Moves start to get made. Exactly, yeah. Um, do you want to quickly go through top five worst beers? Absolutely. Okay. Uh, I'll go first since it was my thing. So, again, we're doing top five worst beers. This doesn't need to be, like, a brand of beer or, like, a type of – like, this can be situational beers. Like, we've done, I think, the best – top five best beers. Um, number one, uh, first – of the day drinking beer yeah it's yeah. an er, it's a real early one it's like you know 10 o'clock 11 o'clock and you, you crack it open it's like a bud light and you're just like i wasn't ready for that yet yeah no you, the and best, then you have to struggle that beer takes you like an hour to drink exactly yeah because for most of the time for me it's like i have an iced coffee or yep. like a, a hot coffee and then i'm switching to like a cold like bl and i'm like this is the consistency that my mouth turns into is no good. No good. No bueno. But then after that beer, you're off to the races. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but that the, the floodgates are... open. The floodgates open. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's yeah, yeah. It's like a, a fucking. It's like a key card, an access card in Warzone. My number one is that a beer after a stomach illness. Like like a little bit of like a stomach bug. It, or if you get like straight up like food poisoning. Oh yeah. You know how you just like you're like I don't want anything. You don't even want like crackers. possibly upset my stomach. Yeah. And then you're like I'm gonna go drink. If it, or yeah, it's like two or days. You could, you could even be fully recovered. Yeah. But it's that first one back where you're just like I don't like this. Yeah. No, you take some time oh, off. You've been fuck. you've been you've been having like nothing but like crackers or even like if you take like medicine. Yeah. So you're just like. Bleh. Yeah. Yep. Um. Number two, uh, it's just hot beers. Any sort of warm beer. They're like, it's the only one, and it, you're, or, or like someone forgets to put the beers, take the beers out of the um, car. Yeah. And then you're like, fuck, and you're like, we want to start drinking now. You're like, I'll suffer through this hot, this one hot beer to 
you know, I'll sacrifice so that the other 14 out of the 15 rack are okay in cold. Yeah, it's just bad. Um, mine was more, I had one that was similar, but it was way more specific. It was a warm beer from a backpack at a party where you don't know anyone. Yeah. Oh, I, Plenty of those, Dunk, because you you like to take so me to par- you like to take me to parties that I don't know anyone, and they're always in that gray green backpack of yours, just rolling around. There's dents in them. We didn't refrigerate them at all. <laughs> Room temperature, yeah, no, brutal. <laughs> um, my next one is going to be. Hold on, hold on. That yeah, I got mine. Oh no, mine was off of yours. Oh, okay, then never mind. Go I ahead. have a whole separate one. Um. The fallen soldiers that you fall asleep while drinking. <laughs> oh, the fall. That's just like a. That's the a amount sad. of, that, the amount of half empty beers we left around Amherst Glass. <laughs> it, I, a lot for me. It'd be like, on a Sunday. Back, hammered, coming back from the bar, and I'm just like, I'll open one, and I take like three sips, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> if you walked into our apartment on a Sunday, there were approximately, I would say, double digit. Fallen soldiers strewn around the apartment. Oh, yeah, and like our like our friends like leaving them like yep yeah 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 like you you, you got to make the Uber and they're like okay and they, the psychopath that just put the beer down and not take <laughs> instead them of chugging it <laughs> yeah god uh, number three Heineken okay any and all Heineken <laughs> I like Heineken mine no. is Rolling Rock well Rolling Rock too is the same shit both come in gross ass green bottles. Rolling Rock like is low garbage. tide. I remember tide. there was what was the bar that only served Rolling Rock pitchers? McMurphy's. Yeah, that was brutal, brutal times. And we would and we would still buy them. We would buy them and because they were two, they were two dollars, two dollar yeah. Rolling Rock pitchers. Yep, it was or the or the spoke before it expanded. That was the same. Like they yeah. would do Rolling Rock pitchers. I were, I we drank so much Bush Light. Yeah, because I think Spoke also had Bushlight on tap. Spoke switched to Bushlight pitchers, I think. Yeah. I mean, um, Bushlight's better than Rolling Rock. I remember when we used to have debates on which shitty beer we should get a pitcher of. And looking back on it, it was like, that was such a... We should have just, like, each knocked our heads against the wall and then just flipped a coin. Yeah. But the thing was that, like, we didn't have the money to buy, like... <laughs> Oh, like, oh, a, a six dollar picture. Yeah, exactly. We didn't though. <laughs> um, fuck. You're number three. A non-alcoholic beer when you think it's alcoholic. Oh yeah, I, my, my my number four rolls into that. But yeah, like good story. Again, it's it actually it goes along with Heineken. Um, Sarah and I are spending the night at her parents' house. And her two youngest siblings, the, the the twins, were all drinking and everything. And the dad was just like, fuck it. Like, you can just have whatever's in the basement. And he comes up, and he has, like, a bunch of Heinekens, and he's just pulling them, just pulling on them. And he goes, these are actually not that bad. And I look at it, and I go, yeah, you know why they're not that bad? I'm like, because they say 0.0 on it, you dummy. He was just <laughs> drinking non-alcoholic beers all night. Had no idea. I can see, it was like, like, 2 in the morning, and he just realized it. <laughs> I can see a world in which if I was really, like, unaware, I could just drink a full case of non-alcoholic beer and be such a happy boy. 
Uh, like, yeah. I had 15 of these. I'm, I'm not even drunk. Sometimes I drink Natty Light and I'm like, is this non alcoholic? Like, I'm yeah. not. Yeah. Oh, that's the worst. When, when the I situation home, of like you don't catch it, it's the worst. When I was home, I was staying at my dad's and he was like, yeah, like I got like a bunch of beers in the fridge, like blah, blah, blah. And I pulled one out and I was like, this is a 3% sour, dad. And he was like, what? And I pulled another one out that was like a IPA or something. Just it was fully non-alcoholic. And I was like, are you fucking dumb? And he was like, I am so sorry. <laughs> he, so he went out and bought them and didn't know that they were not alcoholic. Did not even bother reading the label. <laughs> Rick, what a guy. Um, What's your number four? My number four rolls into it, gluten-free beers. So you got okay. the non-alcohol-free and you got the gluten-free. They, there is a taste. Mm-hmm. You can tell, like, okay, th- there's one. It's called Omission. It's like if it has omitted the gluten. Terrible. Yep. absolutely like the maybe the worst beer i've ever had um besides my fifth one really uh red red bridge i have a friend that is gluten-free back at york and he needed to drink those and they're like ipas too they're like heavy without any gluten just not good they smell too like you open it and you're like like it's stinky miss me with that yeah. just drink booze Exactly. That's what he, the kid, needed to do. He would just come to a party with an entire bottle of Bacardi to himself. My number five. Four. My number four is the beer when there is one left and you're, like, drunk but not drunk enough that you're satisfied. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I have to have this one more beer. It's 11 o'clock. I'm going to be up for a couple more hours. And I have no more beers left. And I'm not going to get beers. Yeah, exactly. Well, you can't because all the liquor stores are closed. Not here. I can walk next door mm-hmm. until I think 3 a.m. What? 4 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There's like one hour I can't buy beer in the day, and it's like 4 to 5 a.m. <laughs> Love it. There was one time I went at 4:45, and they were like, "You can't buy this yet," and I was like, "Fuck yourselves." But it's open 24/7. Yeah. Oh my god. I love that. Mm-hmm. All right, my last one, my number five. The by, by far, maybe personal experience, but the worst beer is mid-flight beer. Really? Amazing beer waiting for your flight. Yeah, Great always. beer when you land. It's something with me when I have, uh, and it's only happened a couple times where I like have a beer. First off, if you fly southwest, the beers that they have are terrible. They have Heineken. They have uh, like uh, a shitty harpoon if you're flying out of Boston. It's like not good. It's like I don't know. I don't even know what the what the flavor is, but it's a harpoon that isn't good. And then it's like I don't even like. A, then it's like Bud Heavy, but something about it it tastes different. On a plane than it does. Yeah, I think that's, I don't know if you've ever heard of this, but I think it's called elevation. This is a new concept to me. So what elevation does is it affects the pressure of things. That would change the beer dramatically. And if it has changed elevations many times, it would change the quality of the beer. I've had a bubbly beer. Like I've had... Yeah, no, I'm not saying necessarily carbonation. 
But like, you know, when you get a beer that has been like room temperature and then cold and then room temperature yeah, and then cold and room temperature and cold. Yeah. It's yeah. That's yeah, essentially what it is. I guess I think if you're going on a plane, I think you just have to commit and get a a mixed drink. I think you got to go Tito's oh, and that's, soda. That's usually what I get. I'll ask yeah. for like, uh, what do they have? Double Jack and Coke. Yeah, just Jack on the Rocks. Yeah, and they're like, I mean, that's I, mean, I have never. I've flown a lot in my life, like a surprising amount. I would say I've, I've flown. Like I would say I fly four times a year. Like round trip minimum, yeah. Um, I've never had an alcoholic beverage on a flight. The only time was when we were going down to Mardi Gras. We brought nips yeah. on the plane. Other than that, I've never drank on a plane. Yeah, I've had like usually when I was going, there was only one time back and forth to York. Did I get a uh, like a beer? Mm-hmm. Um, it was I was leaving York, leaving Baltimore, going to Boston, and I got a beer. And then on the way back, I got um, this was when I was visiting friends actually. And then I got like that's when I got the uh, Jack on the Rocks. Um, when I went down to Nashville, I had a couple beers. When I um, another time when I was visiting York, I got like a couple beers. Um, yeah, I've had beers a couple times on the plane, on the flight. I think part of it is that I always fly it. Like, I, my MO is that I've, I take the earliest possible flight. Oh, yeah, but I still will drink. I can't do it. I just, I just knock right out on the plane. Yeah. On the way down. And then by the time I'm coming back, I'm like, I don't even want to look at alcohol. Yeah, that's true. It's like 90% of the time, so... Um, what's your number is, was that your number five? Yep. The flight beer. I kind of, I burned a couple of mine, but, um, that the beer that just makes you sleepy. Yeah. It's usually like a heavier, like IPA or something. And like, like, I think there's a difference. Like the beer that makes you sleepy, like while you're having dinner is fine. Like, I'm okay with yes. that. Yeah. It's the beer that just, like, out of nowhere just makes you so tired. Yeah. And it's like, can you fuck off, please? I know. Like, I'm trying to have a good time, and you're putting me to sleep. <laughs> and then my honorable mention is the beer when you know you have to drive. When you, like, want to get in, you really want to get into one. You want yeah. vegetables. And you just can't. Yeah, those are no good. No bueno. Not a good time. Um, damn, uh, we've drinking a lot of beer in our lifetime in a lot of different situations. I would love statistics. Like I want when you die statistics, I would love to know oh. how many, how many 12 ounce beers that like the equivalent, how many I've drank in my life. Oh yeah. For real. I would what do you think shit. your ballpark number is at this very moment? The number of beers I've drinking in my life. Yeah. I've started drinking regularly when I was 18. I'm 24 now. That's six years. Uh, I'm going to do some quick math, I think. Fuck, man. I mean, like on weekends, say like, say every weekend, on average, I would drink 10 beers. 
Maybe I'll bump it down to like eight beers. So there's 10. But, but there are some weekends where I don't drink it. Okay. Okay. So average out. So I'm saying average 10 beers every weekend. So that's 50. Oh, actually, not 52. 104 times. 10, because say I drink 10 beers on Friday, 10 beers on Saturday. Oh, you're saying, okay. And then times six years, times six years, 6,240 beers. Yeah, I did, I did my math differently, and I, I was going to put it, mine came out to 4,680. I was doing 15 beers a weekend. Yeah. Since I was 18, but I think I have to, I have to add... I think I'm much much closer to, if not higher than your number. I think that's I think that's low. I think I'm being generous to myself. Yeah, I can. Because then there's also like the midweek beers. There's the random Tuesday night you go out beers. Yeah. There's the the weekends where you just have like friends in town and you crush beers all weekend. Like the amount of beers. And seltzers or whatever I drank when we were up in York was enough shocking. To, shocking. Enough, uh, yeah, enough to kill like a like a small animal. Yeah, like a, a donkey, not a horse, a donkey. I was gonna say yeah, like a like a an elk. Yeah, a calf, a baby cow. Shit, man. Um, well, I would. We you still got a couple more minutes. Before or a couple more hours before you go, I would love to play some Warzone with you. Yeah, you don't I'll hop on right now. Well, folks, this has been the Trolling Stone Podcast. We hope you stuck around for the hour and a half. Uh, next week, we're going to talk hopefully about some new music that comes out. Definitely BB. Um, we have some, I've been coming up with a uh, trivia stuff to do because I thought that the naming the presidents thing was fun. Um, I have, we also have to do top five people we want to get hit by lightning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one's on the horizon. Uh, I have busiest airports as a trivia. Busiest. Top, like, 20 busiest airports. Yeah. I think they're you know fairly straightforward. Do you want to just do right now? Do you want to do... States. Uh, states? Yeah, fuck it. I have my notes open, so I, I'll just type them in really quick. Okay. All right, so let's go. Let's start, uh, one, start in New England. Yeah, one for one. Maine. Uh, Vermont. New Hampshire. Massachusetts. Uh, Connecticut. Rhode Island. New York. Uh, Pennsylvania. Maryland. Delaware. Virginia. West Virginia. South Carolina, uh, North Carolina, rather. South Carolina. S. Carolina, Georgia, Alabama, Florida, Louisiana, um, Mississippi, Tennessee, um, Kentucky, um, Ohio, Indiana, Iowa. 
Uh, you're fucking moving all over the place. Hold on. No, I'm not. I was Il- literally next to Indiana. No, Illinois. Oh, you're right. You're right. I was on the other side then. Yes, on the other side of Illinois. It goes. It goes. New York, Ohio, Indiana, Illinois, Iowa. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Missouri. Arkansas. Kansas. Kansas. Um, Texas. Hold on. Let's go back up north. Oh, we're going back up north. Back up north. Michigan. Okay. Uh, Wisconsin. Minnesota. North Dakota. Wait, can you can you share your screen with me? Yeah. You see that? Yeah. South Dakota, go ahead. Um, Wyoming. Yeah, uh, we're not going to Wyoming. Why? Oh, uh, Wyoming, call or Otto. Um, Oklahoma. I thought we already had Oklahoma. Nope. Okay. Um, Arizona. New Mexico. Nevada. Um, Utah, California, um, Montana, um, Idaho, and Washington, Oregon. Okay, what are we at? Alaska, Hawaii. Hawaii. Good. Yeah. Good call. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty, thirty-one, thirty-two, thirty-three, thirty-four, thirty-five, thirty-six, thirty-seven, thirty-eight, thirty-nine, forty, forty-one, forty-two, forty-three, forty-four, forty-five, forty-six, forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine. Whoa! What are we missing? We already got uh, Michigan. You got Michigan, right? Yeah. It has to be one of the Midwest states. Did you get Mississippi? We didn't get Mississippi. Yeah, we did. It's for right sure. Below, right below Louisiana. Oh, uh, you? I yeah. Okay. Um. Going up. Nebraska, Oklahoma. Uh, I feel like it's in the vicinity of Colorado. No, because it goes it goes Colorado, Wyoming, Montana, and there's no rum right below Colorado. Is what's what's Texas, north of it? Texas and Arizona. What do you mean? What's north of what? What's north of Colorado? Wyoming. And what's to the left? Like what's that region? Utah and Nevada. No. Wyoming is further up. Goes Montana, Wyoming, Colorado. 
Yeah, I'm saying to the left of that, to the left of Wyoming. It's Idaho. Idaho, Idaho, Oregon, and Washington. No, there's another one in there, isn't there? No, it's just two. Above California is just Oregon and Washington. No, I'm talking about like the Montana, Wyoming. Idaho. Idaho. Nevada. So where we, it has to be the Midwest that we're missing. You got Illinois, mm-hmm. Missouri, Arkansas. I feel like Arkansas would be one we would forget. Are we forgetting one in the vicinity of like West Virginia? No, because it's West Virginia, Kentucky, Kentucky, Tennessee. Tennessee. We have the thirteen colonies, right? Yeah. Yep. Um, we got all the. I know we. I know we nailed the the East Coast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and the West Coast. Um, Florida, Alabama, Georgia, or Georgia, Alabama. Louisiana, trying to think of like. Trying to think of like TV Arkansas. shows. Too. What's is there anything below Arkansas, or is it Louisiana, or Texas? It's just Louisiana. Yeah, and then you get over to Texas, and then what's. Is there one that's like kind of fucky near like Oklahoma? We got Kansas. You wrote down. Uh, my question is, did you miss anything that we said? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two, twenty-three, twenty-four, twenty-five, twenty-six, twenty-seven, twenty-eight, twenty-nine, thirty. 31, 32, 33, 34, 35, 36, 37, 38, 39, 40, 41, 42, 43, 44, 45, 46, 47, 48, 49. Do we only have 49 states? Can we just count Puerto Rico? Call it a day. Holy shit. Washington, D.C. I didn't look it up, though. I didn't look it up. I was about to, and I didn't look it up. But we fucking forgot fucking New Jersey. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking armpit. Like like the rest of the country. Fucking armpit. This has been the Trolling Stone Podcast. Keep it sleazy, and I'm out. (laughs) Peace out, you cool guys. Baby duck if it quacks with a Ruger Top billing come cops and billing it Shots is block shipped out and bought and y'all feeling it LP killing it, killing my killing shit What more can I say, we top billing it Valiant without villain it, viciously found victory Burnt towns and villages, burning, looting and pillaging Murderers try to hurt us, we curse them and all their children I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away So tell begging Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away hey, yo, here's a gun, son, now run, get it to go away Live to shoot another day